Jackson had a 3.8 QBR. Wow, that was pretty good. 40 what? The 40. Caleb so. likes those overs. Well, I, I just I just picked two unders. What? Oregon. Um, because I thought it would be fun, right? We want to see the turnover <laughs> chainsaw. We I want mean, to see why not? The, the the bling and the lights of the Rose Bowl at 8 o'clock. Pack 12 after die. Good teams win, great teams cover. I've always said <laughs> Well... With, with, with 10 games over Mr. Safe over there. Oh, Safe. That's a bold like, move. Why not? Like uh, 12 weeks, we'll be unemployed. I just want to say. That's right. In, twel- in 12 weeks, we'll be, uh, we'll be sitting next to the burn, bar- burn barrel out uh, under the bridge. Run the RPO, Chad. It's not hard. Rutgers is good. They lost yeah. their coach. Okay. They're, they're, they're doing so good, their coach just <laughs> got fired. <laughs> My notes yeah, on this game, did. it says Iowa and Michigan are both awful. <laughs> and their offense is very, very bad. We need to come up I with, like, an algorithm. Uh, there's nothing to talk about. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Six. I think he shanked the extra point. Leeches off his rocker. <laughs> this is the Kick Six Project. It's Nathan, Caleb, and Dick. That's right. This is the Kick Six Podcast. I'm Nathan. With me, as always, Caleb and Jake. Say what's up, guys. What's up, guys? Hello. Uh, how we doing tonight, guys? Fantastic. Doing good. Doing All right. good. All right. Hey, this is our first uh, preview show of the 2021 season. Today, we're going to be breaking down uh, all things the Atlantic Coast Conference, the ACC. Um, we're going to be doing some some over-under win totals, and we'll see who – uh, who makes the best picks? We were talking before we uh, we hit record, and uh, I had a bold take of Kansas winning four games last year, and uh, Jake reminded me that that did not hit. Yes, yes, I did have to remind you that that was a huge miss from yeah, last year. Yeah, and I think this along year... with many <laughs> along with many of your predictions after after I listened to all the podcasts <laughs> from last year. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, that's, that's why I don't go back and listen to him. But hey, before we before we get started, uh, let's uh, let's let's give a big shout out uh, a um, uh, former uh, national champion ACC coach Bobby Bowden, uh, great coach, Hall of Fame coach, uh, great all around guy. Passed away yesterday, so uh, our thoughts and prayers are with uh, the Bowdens and uh, the Florida State uh, faithful. And uh, we'll be talking about them in just a minute. You guys ready to get going? Yes, sir. Do it. All right, let's go ahead and uh, dive in, gentlemen, to the to the ACC. Um, let's let's get started. We'll start with the Coastal. Does that work for you? Yep. Works for me. Okay. And the first team on the list, and we'll kind of go down the order. I'll call one out, and then uh, you guys call one out or whatever. Caleb, what's the first team on the list of the Coastal? The North Carolina Tar Heels. All right. What's the over under? Uh, nine and a half wins. Nine and one half wins. So, uh, North Carolina is one of the teams that I covered. Um, as you know, North Carolina w- was was picked um, really high at the end of or at the end of last year. They were ranked pretty high. They had the loss uh, to Texas A and M close matchup in the bowl game. Um, there's a lot of people that are high on UNC again this year. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not one of them. They do return uh, quarterback Sam Howell, who's one of probably the best quarterbacks. In the ACC, I think it'll be between him and uh, DJ uh, Uyangagale uh, from Clemson this year. Uh, but they lost uh, two 1,000-yard running backs in Michael Carter and J- uh, Javante Williams. Uh, they lost their, their top uh, receiver, Deami Brown. 
They lost their, their second receiver, Daz Newsom. They lost their third leading receiver, um, Cafe Brown. Um, the the big the big um, the big positive for UNC this year is that they only lost um, their linebacker uh, Sage Surratt. Is it Sage Surratt? Was no Chaz. Chaz Surratt. Um, Chaz Surratt was uh, the linebacker that they lost. The rest of the defense um, still um, still brings back most of everything that they had last year. Um, the defense will definitely be um, the stronger side of the ball, I think, this year. They've got some young talent. Uh, Mac Brown has done a really good job of recruiting over the last few years, but I don't quite think uh, North Carolina is uh, in the reload mode yet. I think they've got some good young talent, but I think it's going to be a couple more years before they can afford to lose their top three uh, receivers and top two running backs and uh, not miss a beat. So I think this, I think this over/under is kind of kind of high, if you ask me. Um, yeah. But uh, that's kind of what I was thinking. The good news is um, Clemson is not in their division, uh, so that makes things nice. So they they probably stand a chance to uh, uh, to make it to the ACC championship, despite. Um, a matchup they have with Miami later in the season. But I'm looking at this one, uh, eight and a half wins. I think that's probably about where they're going to land. I think eight and four, nine and three is probably um, the case. They got Virginia Tech to open the season, then Georgia State. Uh, Virginia, Georgia Tech, Duke, uh, Florida State to start the season. I mean, that could be that could be 6-0 and going into that game against Miami, and I think Miami is the one that – that matters, but then they, they've got their bye, followed by Notre Dame. Uh, most people aren't giving Notre Dame much credit this year, uh, but I'm thinking that's probably a loss. Wake Forest is probably a win. Um, Pitt on the road, that's going to be a tough matchup. Uh, Water yeah. to be a blowout. And then NC State, there's a lot of people that are high on NC State, so I think that's a toss-up game as well. Um, I think this team um, is, is probably a 9-3 and team, but I'm actually going to go under. Um, because as we saw last year, uh, these teams tend to lose a lot more games than I uh, than I plan on them losing. So, put me down for the under, and then let me guys let me know what you guys think. Okay. So, think, oh no, you go, go. You got it. Go ahead. Oh, you got me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Nate, I put you down for the under for that one. Um, I'm kind of right there with you. I see probably a definite loss at Notre Dame. I think they're gonna be pretty decent. I think they're going to lose that game against Pitt on the road. Um, and they stand a really good chance of losing that game against uh, NC State at the end of the year because they're probably going to be banged up and they don't have anybody else from what you're saying. They, they lost a bunch of people. so And I think that Miami team's going to be better this year with the fourth season of Manny Diaz. You'll hear from me later on about them. But I think that is at home, so that's nice. But it's uh, – they have a tough. They they don't have any buys before that, so they're going to be probably beat up, and they're probably just going to be looking ahead to their to their bye week. And I think they're going to go to sleep, and I think that's going to be a loss as well. So I got four losses. I'm going to go under as well. Yeah, and and one thing you didn't point out, and we didn't really talk about, but Virginia Tech on the road to open the season, um, you got a lot of new players. You're trying to break in two new running backs. You got all new receiving core. Um, you know, Sam Howell, as good as he is, and he can take over a game, I still think that that, that opening night game um, to Blacks, Blacks, Blacksburg, excuse me, is, is not going to be an easy, easy game. It looks like right now they're probably a five-and-a-half-point favorite in that game, uh, but I think it's going to inch closer 
um, to to even money um, by the time kickoff gets here. I'm not super high on Virginia Tech, um, but I think with their coach coaching this year for their, uh, you know, for his job, um, I think yeah. that, that game's going to be a lot sneakier than you think. So uh, I'm not quite I'm not quite sold out on UNC yet this year. Okay, so I'm actually going to disagree with both y'all. Of course, Jake loves. I think now. no, no. I think they're going to win ten. I think they're going to have two losses, and I think that's going to be Notre Dame, and I think they're going to lose to Miami. Okay. I think those are going to be the only two losses they have because they have a pretty easy schedule. We talked about Pittsburgh last year, and every time we talked about them, when we were talking about one of the other teams, we always said, well, Pittsburgh could upset them. Pittsburgh was freaking terrible. They're going to be terrible this year. Wait, okay, Pittsburgh no, was 6-5 no, last year. No, they were terrible. You cannot tell me otherwise. Their offense was atrocious. Their defense lost a lot. They lost their entire defensive line. They're not going to be good. I'm not worried about Pitt. I think Miami and Notre Dame are for sure losses because I think Miami is going to be really good this year. Um, also, they lo- obviously that you know you said that they lost their top two running backs, but they also brought in Ty Chandler from Tennessee, and he's really good. Yeah, he's good. He's a really he's a really good running back. I think he's a thousand he, yard back. He's so, so good that he that he dominated at Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a thousand yard back. He's a really talented back. I don't think they're going to lose much from their backfield. Their receiving core is going to be basically completely new um but usually when you have a good quarterback your receiving core can be um a little down and he can make he can make his players around him better um they have like their entire starting offensive line back i think that helps a ton and then like you said their entire starting and then basically their whole defense is back so i think they're going to be fine um i think virginia tech's going to be the biggest game for them going into Miami, maybe Florida State right before that, but that's at home. They get Florida State and Miami at home. I think they go one and one with those games. They either lose to Florida State and beat Miami, or they went beat Florida State and lose to Miami. That's my prediction. I don't think they lose both of those games. Um, so I only see them losing to Miami and Notre Dame back to back. Well, they they had some rough losses last year. They uh, I think they did they lose to they lost to Miami last year. They lost to NC State too, they I lost think. To NC State, and then they also had another one. I think it was maybe Virginia Tech or Virginia. One of those games that didn't seem. I think like it was Virginia Tech. So I think it was Virginia Tech. I, I, I you, you got some valid points, but this is one I'm going to be excited to excited to see how it plays out because yeah, I I, I really think that uh, either one of us could be right, um, you know, but but it's probably going to be closer to that nine and three, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. One, it's going to be well, in between the two of us, but I think and you know what? four is more likely. Maybe Nate, they hit nine and a half. Okay, you ever think about that? Maybe they hit right on nine and a half. Maybe they give them half a game. That could it could happen. It could happen. And then we'll just push. There we go. All right, let's do. But that. no, I think I think I think they hit ten wins. Um, I think nine is their. I think nine is the lowest. I think they they don't. I don't think they lose more than three games. All right. Well, we'll in my see. opinion, which would be under obviously, but. I don't think they're going to lose. I don't think they're going to lose more than three. I think they have a better shot of losing only two. We'll see how it plays out. What was it? What was the win? What was the total on that, Caleb? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, that's that's a definite under. I think eight and four or nine is is more likely, but uh, I don't think ten wins is happening. I think it is. All right, Caleb. I think uh, it is. Next on the list is you, the U, University of Miami oh. Hurricanes. Caleb, tell us all about the Go. Canes. Go Canes. Um, yeah, they're coming off of a uh, an eight and three season last year. They uh, ended with a loss to uh, to Oklahoma in the Cheez It Bowl. In that game, Derek King uh, 
towards ACL. And it's they're not sure if he's going to be 100% against the Alabama in the opener. So that's not good. But uh, they have a freshman, Tyler Von Dyke. He's a, he's a, he's a big kid. He said, he, they got, he said they, he's got an arm. So hopefully they can get that uh, get that going with him if uh, Eric's not, not good. Good to go. Um, the offense, they didn't really lose too much. They lost a good tight end in Brevin Jordan. But they have a bunch of vets, Will Mallory, Mike Harley, Mark Poe and D Wiggins are all back and they got a they got a transfer from Oklahoma and Charleston Rambo. Supposed the kid's supposed to be pretty good. Um, a lot of their O line set out last year because of COVID and they got all them guys coming back. So that's just gonna help them a lot in the run game and hopefully get a Cameron Harris going again. He had, he was good last year, had ten touchdowns, ran for seven hundred almost seven hundred yards. So their offense is probably gonna put up quite a bit more yards than they did last year they averaged 440 yards last year and 34 points per game they're hoping to kick that up to about 550 and about 38 42 points a game this year so they're, they're looking to score a bunch of points and throw the ball around um their defense was really good last year and they're they're losing a lot they were fourth in sacks last year fourth in the country in sacks but they lost three key players on that d-line that's going to be hard to uh hard to make up but uh it's miami they recruit for defense they play good defense every year so i'm not too worried about them uh they got a kid in bubba bolden at safety who was a leading tackler last year leading tackler at safety is hard to do he had 74 tackles last year and then they're they're really deep at corner they got a bunch of guys and they got a transfer from uh, georgia and tyreek stevenson he's supposed to be pretty good and uh yeah i think uh manny diaz in his fourth year it's gonna step it up a little bit this year. I, I think I think they win the coastal. That's that's what I that's what I've got. All right, so I guess you're going over, Caleb. Uh, yeah, I think they're gonna. Let me look back at this schedule. Okay, Jake. While he's I doing see, that, where are you going with Miami? Um, I, like I just said, I really do like Miami. Um, because of um, just how much they're returning on offense and in their secondary. Like Caleb said, they did lose three edge rushers which it always hurts they do a good um, job recruiting though edge rushers but they do and, and their secondary is going to be good um they have like all of their wide receivers back um from what i read uh it's just, um i think and that depends on how they do this year um because you you've seen running quarterbacks tear their acls before and they're different when they come back you know they're more afraid to maybe make that cut or or take take uh, you know get the ex- extra yard because they don't want to they don't want to re-injure that knee especially the year before they're going to the NFL. I mean you saw it with RG three is a good example. As soon as he tore his ACL, he wasn't the same runner. Um, obviously King's not RG three, but um, it's kind of similar um, in that aspect. Uh, so that kind of worries me. Um, you'll have to. I haven't really read anything about how he's doing in in in, in the camps. Um, but you got to see how he comes back, and if, if if he's going to come back as more of a passer, if he's going to try to be a runner again. Um, so I think a lot of how Miami does this year is based off how King comes back off of that knee injury because I think he's fine. They have everything around them that they need, um, like Caleb said, to win the Coastal. Um, and it doesn't help that they start off with Bama. Right. So, yeah. you know, that doesn't help. Is that neutral site? 
Yes, it's in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. So, so I think you know, Jake, if you're if you're going over here, here's what I got when I'm looking at the schedule. And I think Caleb would agree with me. I've got one for sure loss, and I've got three toss up games. Uh, that is Michigan State. Uh, that is North Carolina. And Wait, that, and that is. Do you Florida think Michigan State. State's a toss up? I That's do. I do. Okay. I think Michigan State was better um, than uh, than a lot of people expected last year. It's Mel Tucker's second year. It was a COVID year. Uh, he was barely in the program. Had no spring and anything. So I think that team's going to be good. But I've got I've got a loss at Bama, and then I've got three toss ups. I think they get at least one of those um, toss ups, and even if they lose the other two, that's nine and three. That gives me the over. Um, I don't think they're going to slip up from there, but I really think they're probably going to get two of the toss-ups. I think they'll probably get Michigan State and probably get Florida State. Uh, so go ahead and put me on the over also. Uh, and, Jake, you were going over too. Yeah, yeah. I am I think I'm going over. I don't see um, – I mean, I think Bama's a loss, but then I think yeah. they – App State, Michigan State, Central Connecticut, Virginia. I think they – like I said, I think they beat UNC – NC State, Pitt, Georgia Tech, Florida State to toss up just because that's a huge rivalry. And then I think they beat Tech and Duke. So I'm going to have 10 wins um, at least. So I think they can hit 10 and they're at nine and a half, right? Yeah. That's that's the it, line. It's a tough, man. Nine, nine and a half, man. I really don't like picking uh, teams that are not, you know, perennial top 10 teams to win 10 games. But I think this is this is a year that, that you know, Miami gets it done. And I, take, I think that they're going to – they're gonna beat UNC uh, and win the division, as Caleb said. Yeah, I, I've been looking at really hard at the schedule since you guys have been talking. I don't think Derek King plays against Alabama because there's no sense in that. I mean, they're probably not gonna win either way. Alabama's gonna, they're gonna be Alabama. Um, I think they're gonna rest him and get him ready for the rest of the season. But it's it, there's there once they get past UNC, it's not it's pretty much a cakewalk. I mean, it's at UNC, which kind of is not – I mean, I guess it's, you'd rather have them at home, but your road games are pretty easy. you got Duke on the road, FSU on the road, Pitt on the road. Pitt's not an intimidating place to play, so – which is – you want your easier games on the road if you're going to yeah. want to win them. So. Yeah. Um, or, or you want your hardest game on the road because it's going to be a loss. Yeah, game. yeah. So. so. All right, cool. Um, um, so yeah, I, I think they lose to Bama and maybe MSU UNC, but everything else I see is, I think they get one of the UNC MSU games, so that's ten wins, and I think they they win the coastal. Yeah, I'm not super confident, like I said, in picking them for ten wins. Uh, but the next team, uh, I am pretty confident of what it's going to be. Uh, Jake's already touched on them, but that's the Pitt Panthers, and their over under is set at eight and a half. And Jake, I will let you go first on this one. Uh, yeah. Um... I don't know. I haven't read a whole bunch about Pitt, but I do know that they get um, Pickett back, um, who is their quarterback, um, and he seems 17. like he's been. He oh, seems sorry. like he's been there. No, you're good. He seems like he's been there forever. Yeah, seventeenth um, year senior. Yeah, uh, and I just I don't see him making a Joe Burrow type um, leap in his senior year. Uh, I think last year. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the stats were, but I think he had like seven picks. nine picks or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Th- thirteen and seven. Yeah, okay, thirteen and seven. Yeah. Um, that's pretty terrible. Um, I know their rushing attack wasn't good. Um, I'm not really sure about the receiving core, but I can't imagine that it was uh, fantastic with only thirteen touchdowns on the year. So, I just have a hard time seeing this team being really good. Obviously, they always have a 
okay defense or a, a solid defense, but they lost literally their entire defensive line. They lost Demar Hamlin and Paris Ford, which is their uh, two safeties um, with their two starting safeties last year. So I just I think they lost a lot, and what they got back isn't going to be enough um, for me to have any kind of confidence in them. Um, and I think what is it eight and a half? I mean, I personally think that's under. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I don't think that needs any discussion for me uh, either, Jake. And it was thirteen and nine. You're right on the on the. It was thirteen and nine. I, yeah. I looked at the stats. Yeah, like, t- a couple of days ago. Twenty twenty four hundred yards passing. Uh, he does have two receivers over seven hundred yards receiving coming back, and one receiver with four hundred yards. So I think the offense will be okay. Like you said, the defense lost a ton. Uh, I think the ceiling for this team is, is eight and four. Um, but I think seven and five is also possible, especially with the UNC and, and Miami have you know looking good. And I think yep. that the the cross division games are going to be tough. So uh, they don't have Notre Dame on the schedule this year. So that's that's one that they kind of you know some of the ACC teams got to got to play. But uh, I'll take the under on this one, and I think I think Pitt's probably a seven and four team. Yeah, I just cannot. I don't. I just don't see nine wins. I, it's just. I mean, that would be incredible if they won nine games. What's your fourth loss for Pitt? Um, I think they lose to, at Tennessee. Um, See, I think Tennessee's going to be terrible. I think Tennessee's going to be pretty bad too, but I just don't. I just, I just don't have any confidence in it. And that's at Tennessee, I, I, Clemson, Miami, UNC. I think they could lose to Virginia. Um, Virginia Tech. Even. Virginia t- at Virginia Tech. Yeah. I just, I, I can see this team being six and zero. And I could also see them yeah, being yeah. two and four to start yeah. the season with wins at right. UMass and like uh, Western Michigan, um, but I don't see Virginia Tech, Clemson, Miami, Duke, North Carolina, Virginia, Syracuse. I think they drop probably half of those. Um, Clemson, UNC for sure, and then you know probably Miami. They're going to lose that game, uh, and they could maybe even lose uh, Virginia. The back half of the schedule for Pitt by the time they're all banged up. Uh, it, it could be when they're all banged up, or it could be when you know the young guys are getting some, some um, you know some camaraderie on defense. But I still think it's going to be you know uh, eight and four, seven and five. I don't see nine wins. No, to go at eight and a half, I, I want I want to go over, but I, I see high on the seven. Panthers, man. I see seven for sure, but there's too many doubts. Like Tennessee doubt, Virginia Tech doubt. Virginia doubt. Um, so I'm going to have to go under also. I really want, I really, really want to hit that over. But if it was a, if it was flat eight, I'd, I'd go over because I'd have push protection there. So, oh, and, and none of these, none of these are, are flat. I rounded to the closest, uh, half, yeah. Closest half. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, if down. it, if I was, if I was, if it was flat, I would, I would go. I would go with it because I think they could get to eight wins. All right. So looks like we're all going under on that. Next, we have the Virginia Tech Hokies, and their over under is six and a half. Um, I'll go first. I can go on this one too if you want. Yeah, let go. Um, I, another team that I think is going to just struggle. Um, I know uh, that they lost their. Um, running back and Khalil Herbert, and they lost uh, Christian Darisol to the NFL draft, um, who was their starting left tackle. Um, and so that already hurts you. Um, I think that um, their QB, what was his name? Um, shoot. 
uh, Hooker, I think was his name. I think he transferred to Tennessee. Um, and so they. It looks like Braxton Burmeister was the one that played most of the games. Yeah, I think Hooker's gone. Uh, Burmeister last year uh, for Virginia Tech. Uh, he had 687 yards passing, two touchdowns, one pick. Looks like he played a little bit of the season. Um, looks okay. Like someone else. Uh, yeah, Hendon Hooker. He had. Um, he 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 did transfer to Tennessee, but he had nine touchdowns and five picks and thirteen hundred yards. Yeah. So I mean, they lose. You know, their quarterback's kind of a toss up. They lose their leading rusher. They lose their starting left tackle. I know they do have one of the best left guards in the nation, and Lasita Smith, I think's his name. Um, and so they get. You know, their offensive line could, you know, just be fine. But I know their defense was absolutely horrendous last year, and I think they lost a lot on the defensive side as well. So. Um, I just don't see again, it's just another bad ACC team. Um, yeah, well, I don't, I don't think they're bad. I think there's just so many stacked up in the middle. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe they're not, you know, they're not bad. They're not a bad team, but it's just, I don't know. I just feel like the, like the middle and bottom of the ACC is just not good. Like the middle, like, like the middle of the SEC is like, they're still good. Like a yeah. you know, uh, Auburn, those teams, like those are good teams. Virginia Tech is like, they had one of the worst defenses in college football last year, and then they lose like most of it. And and they already have to play. They, I mean, they have to start the season with UNC. And then, what is it, six and a half for them? Yes. Yeah, they got I mean, to get to seven. I don't know much about West Virginia, but that's at West Virginia, so that's a toss-up to me. So they're... they're I think at best, I think at best three and one to start the year, but then they lose to Notre Dame. That's three and two. Maybe beat Pitt. That's four and two. Maybe beat Syracuse. Five and two. They go to Virginia Tech. It's a toss up. They go to Boston College. It's a toss up. That's they a got loss, Duke. dude. Boston College. Yeah, is I be mean, good. they got Miami. I'm excited and to talk about them. At Miami, at Virginia, at Boston College, at Georgia Tech. That's a rough. At West Virginia. I mean, I don't know. I'll have to let me look at the schedule and count it, and you guys talk about them a little more. Yeah, and then I'll give you my over under. I'm, I'm with you, Jake. I've kind of looked at it. I think Virginia Tech uh, for them, um, you know, they've got to get they've got to get seven wins and five losses for this to hit over. You know, to hit the over. Uh, North Carolina is one loss. Uh, I'm saying Notre Dame's one loss. I'm saying Boston College is one loss, and I'm saying Miami's one loss. That's four right there. Okay, so they've only got to have one more. Um, I'm going gotta, under. They've got to have way. one more. And, yeah, they and lose it's, it's another under. game. They're going to lose another game, right? Uh, they've got to. They've got to get seven. Uh, I mean, that would be an over seven. I think they they lose one more, so they'd actually have to lose two. Um, give me the over, man. I'll take it. We'll see what happens. I'm going go under. Okay, Jake, you're going under. Yeah, give me under. All right, where you at, Caleb? I don't have much confidence in this Virginia Tech team. I think they probably um, lose to Pitt, too. I yeah, think that's, that's who – I, I like Pitt. I think they play They play football. They play hit-you-in-the-mouth football. So I think something like that after a Notre Dame game where they're just going to get completely demoralized is a rough one. So uh, if that Pitt game was anywhere else, if it was maybe after the Montana – is that Montana – they, or, they avoid oh, Clemson. Michigan. Yeah, they avoid Clemson. Oh, that's a. I can't tell on this. Rich, what that. Richmond and and uh, 
Middle Tennessee State. Middle Tennessee. Okay, I couldn't t- tell what that was. Uh, but yeah, I think if it was before the bye, before Notre Dame, I think they had a better chance of winning that game. But I think after Notre Dame, that's going to be a loss. So there's my you're there's going, my five you're five under. losses. Yeah, okay. I think they him, lose one more. So. Yeah, that puts them at seven five for sure. Okay. Yeah, I I I'm playing. I think I think seven seven is the ceiling. And uh, so I'm going to yeah. bank on that half game, and, and maybe I can pick up a game on you guys. All right, so next on the list, we got three more teams in the uh, the the Coastal. We'll finish those, and then we'll take us a little break here. Um, also, uh, out of the same state, the Virginia Cavaliers, five and a half games. Um, who wants to take this one first? I guess I can. I haven't went first yet. Um, is this the team that their coach is about to get fired? Or is that Virginia Tech? No, Virginia's Bronco Mendenhall, man. He's the, he's oh, the yeah, that's right. Okay. Illinois is going to be good. Oh, no, that's uh, Indiana. Indiana. The Bielema is, is Illinois. Okay. Uh, that's probably going to be a win. Bielema sucks. Jake's favorite coach. A loss, <laughs> loss at UNC. Loss at Miami. I think they lose to Louisville. They're going to lose to BYU. Lose to Notre Dame. Lose to Pitt. I don't see many wins on this schedule, guys. I've got them over. You got them over. You know, yeah. I, I was I was gonna five go, and a half. I was gonna go with you, Jake. Um, I think I think what is that? William and Mary. That's a toss up, or that's a win. I think. Yeah, that's I, a win. I, I, think I think Illinois is a win. Illinois is a winner. Toss up. I think it's probably seventy percent of Virginia. I think you're gonna have a fifty percent chance against Wake Forest. I think you're gonna have about a twenty percent chance against Miami. I think you probably get Louisville. Uh, that's on the road, though. Scott, Scott Satterfield will probably have them going. Uh, Duke, I think that's a win. Georgia Tech, I think that's a win. BYU is probably going to be terrible this year, Caleb. Uh, okay. Yeah, so they, they have – Yeah, they lost everybody. They yes. lost everybody. I think Notre Dame is probably a loss. I think Pitt is probably a loss. I think Virginia Tech is kind of a toss-up, but that's a rivalry game. Uh, so yeah. anything can happen. Um, five and a half, if this, if this was six and a half, I would go under. But I'm going to take over also. I think yeah, see, because I think William and Mary, Illinois, so that's already two. Wake Forest, I think they win. That's three. I think they beat Duke. That's four. I think they beat Virginia Tech and BYU. That's six. And they still have three games after that. So yeah. they got William Mary, Illinois, Wake Forest is three. Yep. Duke is four. Georgia Tech is five. And then BYU. I think and, BYU's going to be awful. And they, they get one of the BYU, Virginia Tech that goes over. Yeah. Yeah. It's five and a half. Okay. And five yeah. and a half, I think, is really low, to be honest. I, I thought especially about with it. their schedule. Yeah, I looked at it wrong. I thought I said six and a half. That's Virginia Tech's. Okay. Yeah, you're going over. Uh, actually, what are you guys picking? We're, over. we're both over. Uh, we're all going over. You're both going over. Okay. Um, no, I'm going to go under just to be different. There we yeah. go. There we go. All right. Well, uh, uh, I like how we've been we've been giving these games uh, away. I liked last year where we had the 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 master table and we could mark them all on there. Because uh, I keep I keep forgetting which games I pick as losses for this this bottom half. Uh, but yeah. next is uh, Georgia Tech. Um, we we saw some life out of them last year. They have that that young quarterback. He played really well last year. What was his name, Jake? Uh, Sims. Yes, Sims. Uh, Sims looked really good in a few games last year. But Georgia Tech, the over under for them is four. And a half. I see at most four. I'm going under. Jake, Jake Jake's not messing around with with these. Their, spots, their schedule but. is brutal. Yes. Jeez. So my. look at this. Oh Georgia at the oh, end of the year. Okay. That, yeah. They got they got Oof. two 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 games 
I think I think Georgia Tech they were saying has the the toughest schedule in they uh, do yeah in, yeah in they the nation they got Clemson North Carolina then they have Pitt then they get a, a little bit of a breather with Duke and uh, but it's on the road then they get the open date then they have on the road to Virginia. Then Virginia Tech comes to town. Then they have Miami, Boston College, Notre Dame, and Georgia to end the year. Yeah, that's Oof. that's rough. <laughs> yeah, they're saying they had seven in the top fifteen. Yeah, seven of their opponents are in the top fifteen. Yeah, uh, Clemson, UNC. Yeah, they have it. They have probably the Miami, schedule. BC, Notre Dame, and Georgia. Yeah, that's that's six right there that are definitely going to be highly ranked. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm thinking there's they could be a good team. Yeah, uh, honestly, but if their they, schedule if, doesn't show it. it. Yeah, their schedule is is pretty rough. So, uh, Jake, you're going under. Caleb, we're all under on that one. I mean, they could win the Boston College at home, the Virginia Tech at home, the Pitt at home, and then the two cupcake teams at the beginning of the year. Hey, if this hits over, I'm going to be happy for them, and I'm just going to take yeah. my loss. Okay, you, you know what I'm saying. I have a I have a huge issue with our next team. All right, let's hear it. Duke three and a half. Duke is at three and a half. How in the world are they at three and a half? They're going to hit four to start the season. They go. They have Charlotte, NCAA, A&T, Northwestern, who goes to them, and then Kansas, who goes to them. Northwestern is good. Northwestern okay. is a top ten team. They're okay. No, no. Northwestern, yes. Northwestern will blow the doors off of Duke. No. I'll give, no. You, I'll give you 20 points, Jake. Huh? I'll give you – Northwestern won't score 20 points. I, I'll give you 14 points. Against Duke, that might not even be fourteen points combined in that game. <laughs> Seven to three. Yeah, uh, uh, that's I mean that's that, literally they're going to start four and zero. No, they're, no, they're maybe three and one. Maybe Charlotte's good, dude, and and Duke has been really going the wrong direction. Charlotte won their bowl game last year, and it's it's at Charlotte. Remember how it? bad Chase Bryant was last year at Duke? Yeah, I do. Yeah, but, I think they're two and two. No, I think, I mean, they're not going to win another game. All yeah, I mean, they're going to go on a, the biggest losing streak in college football history. Duke is only know, Duke, is, Duke is not going to be good this year. Duke is Duke is only a seven point favorite to Charlotte, and they go to Charlotte. Okay, on CBS Sports Network. All right, um, they finished the season last year with four straight losses. They Oops. lost to Georgia Tech. They lost to Florida State. They lost to Miami. They lost to UNC. They did beat Charlotte last year, fifty-three to nineteen. Um, so, so maybe that's a good game, but uh, maybe three and one, Jake. Maybe, but that means they've got to get one. They got to get one more. Um, I, I think it's possible. I think they they could slide up on somebody and get get four. I'm not saying it's not an under, or I'm not saying it's not an over. Um, but uh, it's going to have to be someone. It's going to have to be Georgia Tech, Virginia, Wake Forest. Virginia Tech or Louisville. It's going to have to be one of those teams. Uh, I don't see them beating Pitt. I don't see them beating Miami. I don't see them beating UNC. Uh, Northwestern is going to beat them. Uh, it's going to have to be one of those other teams that's that's going to have to uh, it's going to have to get them. But I I think you're right, Jake. I think I'm I'm on the over. I am um, too. I'm on the over, but over. I don't think it's UNC. Or excuse me, I don't think it's Northwestern. I do. You think, I do. You're you wrong, they're Nate. Beat? They're starting four now. No way, dude. No way. Yep, they're going to be in the top twenty-five. <laughs> All right, well, you heard it here first. What do you got, Kim? Um, I don't, I don't think it's Northwestern, but I think it's probably. I, I, I want. I think they're going to beat Wake Forest. I don't know Wake Forest is going to be very good this year. All right, 
Wake Forest, Forest. they got Hartman back, and they're consistent. But we'll talk about them in a second. It's it's in Wake Forest, so maybe. um, Sleepy Winston-Salem, baby. Sleepy. Yeah. They only have to get one more game. I think they can sneak up on somebody. I'm going to also go over. How do you know they're going to beat Kansas? How do you guys know that? Because Kansas is terrible. Nate. I'm going to go see you that game. Them, you I'm predicted them to win four games last year, and they didn't win one. I'm going to watch that game. They, <laughs> they got hey, blown out. They had a lot of stuff going on back behind the scenes that I didn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next division. Okay, all right. right, let's. Uh, we're going to take a quick little break, and oh. then uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and move on to the uh, ACC Atlantic in here in just one second. Sounds good. All right, next we have the ACC Atlantic, and I'm sure you guys can all imagine who has the most, uh, win, the highest win total in the Atlantic. Jake, who is it? Yep, that would be Clemson, which is the team that I covered. Uh, their uh, over-under on their games is 11.5, which is absolutely ridiculous. That's going to go under. Um, yep, it's going to go under, and I think the only reason it goes under is because they open up with Georgia. I think Georgia... Is going to be better to at least start the year. Uh, that's usually how Georgia is. Um, they start the year really well, then they choke to Alabama. Um, Kirby Smart pulls the Rams yeah. back after one interception, and then the offense can't do anything. Yeah, and and, and, yeah. and, and outside of Georgia, the, their schedule is just an absolute joke. They play South Carolina State, Georgia Tech at home. They go to NC State. That's terrifying. They have Boston College at home. They go to Syracuse. Better watch out for the Qs. They go to Pitt. Um, again, you guys know I'm not worried about Pitt. Uh, Florida State, right there. Um, Louisville is terrible. They uh, lost UConn's, the before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. UConn's terrible. Wake Forest is terrible. And South Carolina, uh, I didn't even know they were still in the SEC. So, <laughs> I mean, th- it's one of the worst schedules I've ever seen. Um, yeah, luckily, luckily, they start with Georgia, or I would say over, but I think that is the game they lose. Um, if they don't lose to Georgia, then – it's they're going. Old, they're it, winning twelve. They're, they're going undefeated. They're going undefeated. There's no way. I, yeah. I, I think Boston College has the toughest game, but um, last year they kind of overlooked Boston College. Yeah. We're gonna talk about them in a minute, but it's it's well, they it's, your an, boy Phil. it's an embarrassing, embarrassing schedule. It really is. So I covered them, so I've got a little more on them than I do the other teams. Um, obviously, Trevor Lawrence went number one overall in the draft, um, but they get uh, DJ. I do not know how to say his last Ooh, name. Younger Galay. You and Longo Galay. Louis. Louis Galay. <laughs> okay. Say, well, I'm just going to call him DJ. Now. Okay. No, I'm just, no, just going to call him DJ. He was one of the top quarterbacks coming out of high school. He played a little bit last year. He played against Notre Dame, actually. Um, last year he started. Uh, he pretty he played, good, actually. He played really well. He's, big. Um, he's so, so big. Yeah, he's they're big. not going to lose anything there. The only reason I think they're going to lose to Georgia is because Georgia is more experienced. And I think just a lot of jitters are going to be in that game. Um, for for DJ, I think he might struggle a little bit in that game, but he's he's going to be fine uh, the rest of the year. Um, he's probably going to be the Heisman favorite. Um, I think he is the Heisman favorite, actually. Oh, that's Rattler. Oh, is Rattler the favorite? Okay, but he's in the Heisman conversation. Um, I think they're going to be a playoff team. I don't think that's going to change. Um, they get hopefully they get. Justin Ross back, um, who is their top receiver. Uh, he had like a life-threatening back injury last year. Um, but I believe that he is okay to play again. Um, so they get him, and there's going to be a really young core behind him. Um, they have E.J. Williams, who was a four-star 
Um, uh, Drew Sweeney is returning. He had three catches for 18 yards. That's really good. That's yeah, that's, that'll do it. That'll push the team over the edge right there. Um, EJ Williams comes back. He's a four star. Uh, they're all huge. They're all six, four. Um, they got Frank Ladson, who was a four star, Bo Collins, um, who was a four star that he's a true freshman. I mean, they have the receivers, um, they lose, um, they lose, uh, ETN, but they have a slew of running backs. Um, so that's not going to affect him. Um, the O line is basically all coming back, especially the interior. Um, so DJ shouldn't have to worry about a lot of pressure. Uh, and then the defense, I mean, we don't even need to talk about their defense because they're a top five, top 10 defense literally every single year. Um, they have four and five stars across the board on the defensive line. They have elite safeties. They have really good cornerbacks. It's going to be a top 10 defense again. Um, I think it's going to be, it's going to take a little, maybe a game or two to get the offense going. Um, but I think once it does, they're going to be a very, very good team. I think DJ is probably going to be a little better than Trevor, to be honest, um, just because, He's huge, and I think he's just as good as a passer as Trevor is. No way. Um, no, oh yeah, I do. No I he's do. not near as good with his legs, though. No, he's, he's huge, not near as mobile. He's not. He can't get around like he can. No, no, no. He can't. He can't. He doesn't run like Trevor. Trevor's more athletic, um, but I think DJ's just as good of a passer as uh, Trevor. Um, I think that's what he's going to be more of as a passer than a runner. Yeah. Um, and I think their biggest, obviously, the biggest game is Georgia. Um, I just think they lose that just because of lack of experience to start the year. Um, I think it's going to be a shootout. I don't think it's going to be a blowout or anything. But I do think Georgia wins that game, and I think that's why they go under. Um, and I think they'll be eleven and one, and they'll be in the playoff per usual. All right. You think they still get in with that terrible schedule? Yeah. Okay. Well, they're going to be a they'll be a ACC champion. Yeah, Caleb, you going yes. you going under over? Yeah, I went under. I, I don't see them winning that start start out that first game of the year against Georgia. I think Georgia's like Georgia does. Georgia, they come off hot, they beat a good team to start the start the year, and then they just kind of put uh, it on cruise right control. Now, right now, Clemson's they a don't three, keep, three and a half point they favorite. They don't keep the pedal down. Georgia doesn't, but. They just cruise control and barely get by, and then lose to Bama like that. I, I just want to say something. Everybody in Clemson's division, none of them have more than a six and a half over under for their games, yeah, for their win totals. That is terrible. That's pretty sorry. Clemson plays in a bad division. Uh, all right, so we're all we're all going under. We all think the least lose one game. Uh, next on the list, as you said, Jake, uh, with with uh, six and a half games as the over under is the Boston College uh, Golden Eagles. Uh, I'm all in on on BC. Uh, they've got the Notre Dame transfer Phil Jakovic. As quarterback, he played really well last year. Um, they, they lost some games that they should have won last year, and uh, I think this team is going to be much improved. Um, Phil's still got some some elite talent at receiver, and elite, I mean elite for Boston College. Uh, the problem with their offense last year is they couldn't quite get the run game going, so they're going to have to figure that out. When you think about Boston College, uh, you think, okay, they've got really good running backs, uh, really good offensive line. Uh, last year, they just couldn't quite get the run game going, but I think that's going to be improved this year. They've got a lot of returning guys, a lot of depth. A lot of Boston College players um, are taking advantage of the COVID year, which I think is important, um, especially with Clemson being a young team and a lot of young teams in the division. And quite frankly, in a 
a really weak division. I think seven and five is probably the floor here. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and go on the over uh, six and a half games, and I think Boston. College, Agreed. Yeah, they're 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 kind of my uh, my darling of the of the Atlantic. Yeah, I actually agree. I think Boston College is the second best team in that on that side of the on that side of the uh, division. And I don't really think it's close. Um, I think they're going to be good, and I think I think seven is their floor as well. Yeah, I, I actually, got the I had that as well. Oh. Yeah, I got I got the over as well. I was looking at their schedule. Uh, whatever that first team is, when they're probably going <laughs> to be Colgate. Colgate, yeah. yeah, they have played Arkansas. Come on now, <laughs> probably beat them. Um, no, no what, I didn't, didn't say that. Uh, they're probably going to be four zero when they play. They're probably going to be four zero when they play Clemson. I don't, maybe that game against Missouri's. I guess Missouri's probably, probably going to be pretty good, but I think they can get Louisville, Syracuse, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech. I think they're going to beat FSU and Wake Forest. So I only see two losses on the schedule. Maybe three. Two, maybe three losses. All right. So next on the list, we're all going over on the Boston College, is the NC State Wolfpack also at six and a half. I'll go ahead and go first on this one. Uh, Devin Leary is back. They've got a few other guys. Um, uh, Hawkman played quarterback last year because uh, Leary was hurt. Leary is is much better quarterback. Um he, he played really well uh, in the last few years. They've got Zonovan Knight at running back returning. He had almost 800 yards. They got uh, a kid named Pearson Jr., uh, Ricky Pearson Jr. He, he is actually a junior also. Uh, but he had close to 700 yards rushing last year, so I think the rushing attack will be there. Um, they got some weapons, a couple 700-yard receivers uh, returning as well. I think the defense is going to be a little bit improved. They're another one of these teams uh, that didn't lose a lot last year because of the COVID year. And, um, you know, th- their defense is usually good for a few draft picks uh, every couple years. So um, I think they'll be good, uh, but I really feel this is probably a 6-6 six and six team. Um, but I think they're going to sneak up on some people. Uh, the non-con is pretty easy. South Florida's not good. I think the Mississippi State game's a toss-up. Furman is definitely a win. Uh, Louisiana Tech is a tough team. Um, but I think they're going to get some of those those middle-of-the-road ACC teams. Um I'm really, I'm really not confident in the over, um, but go ahead and give me the over at six and a half on uh, North Carolina State as well. Just because yeah. the, non, the non-con is pretty easy. Yeah, I see. I see six for sure wins with South Florida, Furman. Uh, Wake Didn't Forest, South Florida Syracuse. No, uh, he's at he's at UCF. Malzon. He's at. Are you sure he's at Central? I thought he went to South. No, he's at Central Florida. Okay. Yep. Coach yeah. Central Florida uh, went to their coach went to Tennessee. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I see four four wins, five, six, seven. I think I see six for sure wins, and then they're going to sneak up on somebody and beat them. Probably losing a Tech, maybe Mississippi State, maybe North know. Carolina at the end of the year. Yeah, could be them too. Who knows? Um, what's his name? Could get hurt to quarterback Sam Howell. Or, yeah, is that his name? Yes. So, yeah, I got the over on them. I think they're under. pretty good. Under. 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 Six and six? Is that what you're seeing? Under. Yeah, I do. Okay. I think I think six. Yeah. I, I wish it was seven. I, I mean, I would take either one at seven because I think that's what they're going to be. 
I I think I think the Mississippi State game is going to be tougher than we think. Um, you know, Mike Leach is probably going to want to get into a shootout, uh, where that's not necessarily North Carolina uh, State territory. But I can tell you, this team has been pretty consistent. Um, you know, anywhere from seven to nine wins a season. I don't think I don't see them slipping back that far. I think they're going to get a couple games that they don't mean to get. I think they're probably going to mess up our over under on some of these other teams. We're going to go back and look at the end of the year and be like, man, North Carolina State, you know, really messed that one up. Uh, and I think they're going to sneak into that that seven win category. So um, I, I'm on the over. Jake's under. Caleb, you're over. Uh, yes, I am. All right, cool. Uh, another team at six and a half comes up next, and that is the uh, Scott Satterfield's uh, Louisiana, or excuse me, uh, Louisville Cardinals. And uh, nope. I, I don't know a whole lot about this team, but okay, so, uh, they lost a lot. Well, so um, I read about them a little bit, um, and I know that they brought back basically their entire offensive line and their starting QB. Um, their running backs are not good. good. No, he's not. But they lost, running, they lost two two Atwell. Yeah, and they lost um, Javion Hawkins and yes. um, off a team that there, wasn't good. There was another receiver that they lost, but um, their secondary is really good, and I would pick them to go under or over. I mean, but their schedule is so tough. They go to Ole Miss, which is a loss. They have UCF that comes there, which I think is a loss. They go to Florida State, which I think is a loss. They go to Wake Forest, which I think they win. Um, they've got Boston College, which is a loss. They go to NC State, which I think is a loss. They've got Clemson, which is a loss. They go, and then they have Kentucky. I just I don't see more than six wins nope, on this schedule. Under, under. I, I think it's under. They lost too many. I don't think they get. Yeah. I don't think they get six wins on this schedule with last year's team. No, no, I don't. I think six is is the most that they can win, and that's with some upsets. Yeah, I'm. I agree. That's exactly what I was uh, thinking. My losses would be. I, I don't know. I don't know that there's any toss ups in those losses. I think they're for sure losses. So yeah, I'm going. I'm going under. All right. Yep. All right. So we're all under on Louisville. Uh, where are we yeah. thinking on the Wake Forest Demon Deacons? They are also middle of the road, right there at six and a half games. What do you think? Uh, no idea um, about this team. Um, I'm going to look at their schedule real quick. They start the season with two wins. That's really good. Um, Florida State, I just so Florida State's just so hard to read. Yeah, um, they always have talent. I know. Yeah, I think Norvell's going to. They're have at it. home. Yeah. I think that's a loss. So so one two three four. They play Army later in the year too as a non-con game. But if you look at look at the last uh, four, look at the last four games of their schedule, yeah, yeah Carolina, they're winning maybe five. NC State, I see five. Clemson, BC, yeah, I, I under. Don't, I don't think if I'm having to think about NC State going over, I don't have to think about Wake Forest. Uh, I mean, they've been, they've been really consistent, okay, and I can see them getting to six and six. I really could, but that yeah. that, that six and a half, I don't see it. We got lots of unders on this uh, Atlantic Division. Yeah. Yeah, there and and I, I just well, I mean, well, Clemson's only an under because they're eleven and a half. They'd be an over. Yeah, yeah. If it wasn't at eleven and a half, and then it's just because everything's at six and a half. I mean, that's such a. BC, we have over six and a half, and then you two have NC State over. I have them under. 
my oh, my next over, I'm just going to spoil it. It's probably Florida State. Um, well, well, let's go there. Where, where do you where are you at on weight, Caleb? Yeah, I got under. I, I see too many maybes that they could shy more on the losing side of the maybe. So okay, all right. Well, well let's do this, Jake. Let's talk. Let's talk Florida. I State. see two for sure wins, and that's it. I think any of these teams could beat Wake Forest on the schedule. Yeah, Florida, Florida State uh, opens the season at Notre Dame. Their over under is picked at five and a half. Um, all right, so Florida State's uh, over and under is picked at picked at five and a half. And uh, what what do you guys what are you guys thinking on uh, on the Seminoles? Well, yeah, I, don't, I see five for sure. Five for sure. Yeah, I think they beat UMass. Beat Syracuse, beat Louisville, beat Wake Forest, and beat Jacksonville State. I think those yeah. are five for sure wins. Okay. I think you're right. Okay, so I I think I think there's four, four for sure losses. Notre yeah, they're Dame. not beating Clemson, UNC, or Notre Dame. Yep, and Florida. And Florida. Yep. No, I think Boston, Miami, College. and BC are coin flip. And right? NC State. And NC State, they got they got the two toughest teams from the other division, right? They got right. Uh, UNC. And Miami, Miami, and then they get this year where they get Notre Dame. So, of the ACC schedules, that's pretty rough. Their non-cons, you know, simple. They do have Syracuse in there. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, The over-under is five and a half, so they got to get to six. I think Norvell can get six, um, but it's going to take a lot. um, Oh, man, it's tough. So, you think they for sure lose to Notre Dame? Because I don't know about Notre Dame this year. I do, and I, I listen to probably three or four hours of content a day about them, and I just I, okay. just, I just don't see them taking the step back that everybody thinks they're going to be. And the word on the street is Jack Combe from Wisconsin is legit or is looking legit. Uh, they think he's going to be you know putting up a lot better numbers than Ian Book did the last couple of years. Everybody, the the mainstream media seems to think that Notre Dame's down because you know they lost a fourth round draft pick in Ian Book, but the people who know the team know that the the team was not as good as it could be because of them uh a, a lot of the the people they wanted phil uh as a freshman when when ian started um instead of instead of him they wanted phil um but um you know that's here nor there so i think i think the people that know the team you know really think that they're going to be you know 10 11 win team this year so okay i think that i think that's a loss but anyways to, to florida to your point on florida state um Man, this is this was the one that I I, I have no idea. Uh, me too. I I don't know. I think it's tricky. I think they can get one of those. I think they can sneak up on a unit, uh, NC State. I think they can sneak up on a Boston College. It I just don't, depends if McKenzie Milton plays. Yeah, I think they could maybe sneak up on a UNC. If if McKenzie Milton can play, because you know you remember he was the UFC, UCF quarterback that just destroyed his leg. Yeah, um, and if, if he's okay and he can play, I think they're a lot better. Yeah, that Jordan Travis kid they have now is is like me throwing running around out there. He is awful. Yeah. So, but he can't pass. He literally can only run. He's like a running back playing QB. Yeah. So I just think if Milton can't play, like his leg's not okay or whatever, they're going to suck. If he can play, I think they win six. All right. When I'm looking at the 24-7 composites, 
composite, and this is based on the recruits' rankings that are on the team. Yeah. Um, Florida State comes in at 22nd, okay? The 23rd team is Tennessee. Here's the teams that are ahead of them. Penn State, Nebraska, Auburn, Maryland, Old Miss, Wisconsin, Texas, North Carolina, Michigan, Florida, Miami, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, A&M, USC, Oregon, Clemson, Georgia, LSU, Ohio State, Bama. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just I just don't see, you know, that that's way up there. So, I mean, so they, they should be pretty good. But uh, the problem is half the teams that are on there are – are you know they on their schedule? So I mean, I really don't yeah. know. It, it's such a toss up, and and they've just been so inconsistent. Yeah, I don't know either. This this one, I didn't. By looking at their schedule, there's there's some they can they can win big, they can lose big to anyone on there. I feel like over. You're going over. Give me I've, the over. I've put in our spreadsheet over. I've put in our spreadsheet under, and I've deleted them both times. I, I'm going to go the over. Officially, I'm going under. Save. I guess. I guess so. I think they're. I think they're five. Uh, five and seven team. Yeah, I can see. I can over. see. I can see six and six, but I think they're five and seven. Nate, um, give me over six and six. Yes. Goodness. Is everybody? Is, go. every, Nate? is everybody going over? No, nope. I went over. I'm they, under. Uh, Caleb went under. I think they win five games. Let's go. Dude, I'm going I'm to be changing that all year. They they got to, man. They got to go over. All right. Team so Jake. Jake is over. Jake and Nate. Caleb is under. I hate picking the same as Jake. That's a guarantee. Yeah, well, guarantee I'm, the, I'm the <laughs> current holder, record holder. You are. You, you won wins. Last, You won last year. You won last year. And I, I'm the record holder. I won the most. You are uh, out of the history history of the the picks. Who who won the uh, the uh, the team challenge last year? Did you win that too, Jake? I think so. Yeah, I think you 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 pretty much cleaned house. Shocker! You got you went from worst to first, and I went from first to worst. And I've Caleb, you're the did. <laughs> Caleb's Mister Consistent. He, he, he's hey, Mister Average. He's right in the middle. <laughs> That's fine. All right, so I'd we, rather be average than the worst. This, Under this brings us to our last one: the Syracuse Under. Orange. Jake's going out under the over. The over under is one point five games. I don't even want to talk about it because I'm, it I'm shouldn't be a football team. It's three, three and a half. Oh, I thought you were for real. I was changing it. <laughs> hot, hot take: Syracuse wins seven games. Yeah. You're not serious, right? I'm, no, I haven't even I'm looked not, at their schedule. I'm, I'm not serious. Okay, so Syracuse opens with Ohio and Rutgers, and oh, then, Rutgers is going to beat them for sure. And then they good. play. The University of Al- Albany Great Danes. I didn't even what? know. They, I didn't even know they had a team, dude. They're gonna lose to Liberty. That's a sweet mascot. Okay, I, so, I think they win two games. You think they could beat Rutgers? Yeah. No, um, no. Rutgers is good. No, they're not. Yeah, Rutgers. Is they're good. not bad. They're not as bad as they used to be. No, they got. Um, but it's in their, Syracuse, so. You don't I'll think this team can get week. four games? You know they're going to beat Ohio. You know they're going to beat the. I don't great, think they beat Ohio. The Great Danes. It's at Ohio. Oh my gosh. I don't think they beat Ohio. Uh, Caleb, where are you going on this? I know Jake's going under. <laughs> um, I think Rutgers wins. I think Liberty wins. I I see two wins maybe. I think maybe two. beat Ohio. Maybe probably, three, but they ain't going over three. Probably going to beat the Great Danes, even though that's a sweet mascot. I want to go see them. Um, 
Suns point. Well, here's a good but, deal. Yeah. If, if you bet, on, if you bet up, on they this, they can sneak up and beat Louisville. If you bet on this, I think you could probably cash out by uh, the first week of October because if they don't have if they don't have four wins in the first four games, I think it's probably over. Yeah. So and over, I mean over, as in they're not going to get any more wins. Nate went under. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going under. Alrighty, Kev, I think we all consensus. I think the consensus is under, yeah. All right. Well, hey, the so. ACC should be fun, right? We we give the ACC a hard time, but man, it it makes for some some parody of you know we got five teams at six and five in one division. Uh, we got nobody that we know what what their team's gonna look like. We got teams with huge uh, team composite uh, rankings, um, but uh, we don't know what team's gonna show up. We've got you know a bunch of average Joes on another team. Um, a la, you know, Pittsburgh, uh, they could sneak up and win nine games. You got um, you got a little bit of everything in the ACC, so it's going to be fun. Um, you got Jake's favorite team, Syracuse and Wake, um, Florida State. You picked a lot yep. of unders today, Jake. I have eight unders and six overs. Okay. The math doesn't really add up right there, but that's fine. Hey, that's that's actually pretty close. That's pretty close. So Yeah, that should be fine. All right. Do we need to, uh, do we need to address anything else on the ACC show? Nope. All right. Well, hey, this has been our, our ACC uh, win totals and preview show. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, to give you a heads up of what's coming up uh, on the pipe, I'm going to have an interview on Thursday talking about uh, one of the favorites to win the national championship along with the favorite to win the Heisman uh, in OU. Uh, next Sunday, we will have our Pac-12 uh, win totals preview show. And then coming up on the 19th, we're going to have our team draft. So if you remember from last year, uh, we each drafted six teams. So we're going to go ahead and do that. Um, make sure you're keeping your eyes on Facebook. We'll, we'll have some updates on when the shows are going to come out. Caleb, what do they need to do if they're listening? Uh, they need to subscribe. Yes. Uh, go follow our Facebook page. Yes. Uh, leave us and like us on Twitter. Yeah, rate, leave us a rate comment. And review. Rate and review. Yeah, and hey, uh, if you if you want us to answer your question, I want to put this on Facebook, but if you have a question for us and you want us to answer it and give you a shout-out, uh, write us a question on Facebook, write us a question on Twitter. Uh, you can leave it in the comments on your Apple or Spotify re- review. I'll be checking those out. But uh, any questions you guys have, we will give you a shout-out. We will say your name. You could be famous to the, the tens of listeners that listen to our show. <laughs> and uh, we, uh, we, we will answer your show on the podcast. But anyways, um, as always, thanks for listening to the Kick 6 Podcast, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.